This episode of the GCSAA podcast is presented in partnership with Bayer, a company committed to providing technical expertise and innovative solutions that maximize turf quality and make superintendents' jobs easier. For more information on the company and its offerings in the golf industry, visit environmentalscience.bayer.us and look for the Turf and Ornamentals Management tab at the top of the page. As always, our thanks to everyone at Bayer for their support of this podcast. Well, greetings, everybody. Happy New Year, and welcome to another episode of the GCSAA podcast, episode number 36. I'm Scott Hollister, the editor-in-chief of Golf Course Management Magazine, and your host for today's podcast journey, and I thank you for downloading and listening to this episode. This time around, we take a deep dive into the upcoming GCSAA Conference and Trade Show, which is February 5th through the 10th in sunny San Diego, California, with the association CEO since 2011, Mr. Rhett Evans. And uh, of course, for a lot of obvious reasons, this is going to be an event unlike any other in GCSA history. It's a a return to an in-person event after last year's conference and trade show went virtual because of the pandemic. And of course, COVID remains an all too prevalent part of all of our lives. And that is certainly true as it relates to the planning and execution of an event such as conference and show. Really is a moving target in a lot of different ways. So we will get into all of that with Rhett, the status of conference and show as we record this on January the 6th, uh, protocols that will be in place for the event, how you can keep informed on all the changing rules and regulations and much more. And we also get to talk about some fun stuff, all the cool stuff that's going to be on tap on the schedule at conference and show. So what will be new in San Diego? What are the can't miss events? Uh, how you can get signed up to join us in Southern California. We cover all that and more as we dig into the upcoming GCSAA Conference and Trade Show with the Association CEO, Brett Evans. As always, a reminder to subscribe, rate, and review the GCSA podcast if you haven't already done so. really helps others find us when you do that. So please take a second to help out wherever it is you get your podcast. And as a bonus, you can also get access to all 35 previous episodes of the podcast on all those same great services, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, also available on the GCSA website. So if you missed any of those episodes, including our most recent one featuring industry legend Paul R. Latshaw, you can always catch up by checking out our archives. So let's get right to it. It's episode 36 of the GCSA podcast featuring my conversation with CEO Red Evans about the upcoming GCSAA conference and trade show in San Diego. Okay, our guest today uh, was guest number one on the GCSA podcast. I don't know if you remember that. I I'm, do. I'm sure you remember Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But uh, it's uh, good to be back. He was the very first guest on the very first episode of the GCSA podcast, and it is GCSAA CEO Red Evans. Red, uh, glad to have you with us. Thanks for not uh, firing me for not having back on uh, before now. No, uh, episode no, thirty six. It's good. I'm uh, glad to be back and. Uh, Glad to just walk down the stairs and uh, come into the uh, podcast room and uh, that's right. Throw it down. Yeah, this is the first one we've actually uh, I've done in person. I've used this equipment before um, periodically throughout the pandemic. Um, mostly we've uh, trusted Zoom, which has been a, been a good platform. But it's fun to get back and pretend we're big time radio stars and that's wear right. the head, headsets and uh, and use the microphones. So, well, wanted to have you on, Rhett. Um, 
this is typically the uh, the time of year when uh, I, we would do a podcast focused on uh, the conference and trade show. And in the past, I've had folks like Jana Brown, um, our uh, meeting planning and events uh, director, Matt Brown, director of sales, to talk trade show, Sherry Kaler to talk education, various staff members who are really involved in it. But this is obviously a uh, uh, definitely a, a, a special <laughs> a special show for a whole bunch of different reasons. And so I thought it'd be great to have you back on to kind of provide some some high-level um, uh, thoughts and uh, feedback on, on the event and, and what we're getting into. And we will get into all of it, for those of you listening. We're, we will talk about all the, uh, uh, the the different protocols, rules, and regulations in place because of COVID. We will also talk a lot of the, the fun stuff, the really cool new stuff that's going to be going on uh, in San Diego. But, but to start, I, I thought I'd just kind of tee you up. Obviously, you and I... Um, are very familiar with the level of work that goes into putting this event on from the, those on staff here here in Lawrence. Um, and we've got some great partners in the event, Freeman from the, the trade show uh, perspective, the Costante Group, which helps us with a lot of the big productions. But uh, the bulk of the work that goes on to produce this event is done by GCSA staff. And um, maybe just, you know, what, what level of excitement, uh, stress, um, busyness are you seeing uh, around the building and then the folks that are also doing work virtually uh, as well to get us ready to head to San Diego. Yeah, it's pretty exciting as you're walking around the building and literally uh, I came off the elevator and uh, on this floor we've got our merchandise warehouse and so the team is uh, getting the merchandise store ready to go, the bookstore ready to go, uh, notes going around uh, where the packing tape and the boxes are going to be stored and when the the big semi-trucks are going to be rolling in and and uh, yeah, yeah. To your point, I, I th- I've been around this business forever um, in terms of just big events, and and uh, you know, oftentimes you show up at these things, and and uh, you don't really think about you know everything that went into it. And it's really no different than our members who put a ton of work um, into a golf course for an event, and the golfers show up or the fans show up, and. You know, they're just thinking about the event. They don't realize, you know, all the bunkers that were raked and all the greens that were mowed, et cetera. And, and that's what this building's like right now, Scott. As you well know, everybody's running around getting prepared, uh, doing all that they can to uh, produce what we think is going to be a terrific, terrific show in San Diego here in, uh, what, five weeks? Yeah, yeah. So I was looking at the calendar in terms of uh, departure dates for myself and my team, and uh, we're, we're hitting that one-month mark before we uh, head to sunny Cal- California. And, you know, it's not necessarily a burden for those of us in Kansas to travel to Southern California in February. So I, Not I, when it's nine degrees outside today. No, no. Uh, and uh, we will. Ref- I will refer to the day where we were recording this on January 6th. And as we get into the next uh, part of our conversation, um, I, I bring that up because... Because a lot of what we'll talk about in regards to COVID-19, how it's impacting the preparations for the event, how it's impacting the actual event itself are a bit of a moving target. Things change all the time. In fact, we had a curveball thrown at it yesterday. Um, wasn't probably an unexpected one, but from the time that you and I first talked about kind of what we would chat about here, it was it was definitely a change. But let's let's start with uh, let's start with the. Um, uh, talking about the, the the pandemic and how uh, it will impact the experience in San Diego. First off, uh, last year obviously we we transitioned the uh, the event that was to be held in Las Vegas uh, to to a virtual event. Uh, what went into the decision this time around to get us back? 
to an in-person event? I know there was lots of consultation and research that went into it, but but why uh, why the decision to to get this event back on an in-person basis? Yeah, you know, first and foremost, Scott, we're a membership organization, right? And so it, it's all about our members. Um, and so, you know, hearing their feedback, which we take very seriously, um, you know, getting the feedback from the virtual attendees to the event you just referenced, uh, talking with our exhibitors, talking with our industry partners, and really getting their take on on where we need to, 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 to where, where, where we needed to go. And at the end of the day, um, I, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody. I, th- I think that um, you can do an awful lot with the technology that we had um, whether it was, uh, you know, the platform we were using for education or the Zoom meetings, et cetera. But, you know, we're, we're social, we're, we're a social species. Um, we want to be together. People need people. And I think that was uh, an overwhelming feedback that we received that uh, there's some pimped up demand to be back uh, together, uh, whether it's face-to-face with an instructor and, and uh, whether it's uh, talking with an exhibitor about some products that you're about to purchase or just meeting up with old friends and getting some advice about some challenges that you may have at your facility. So the, the overwhelming feedback was, um, let's, let's do this. Um, let, let's uh, get back together. It's time. In fact, uh, I'm, I'm looking here at uh, the CDC calendar uh, of events and um, we'll go back in time here. January 17th, CDC deploys a team to Washington State to assist with contact tracing efforts in response to the first reported case of of the 2019 COVID-19 in the U.S. And here we are almost 24 months later. Yeah, it's crazy. um, Still dealing with this. And so I I think that's, um, you know, that that our members, uh, our exhibitors and others um, are finding ways to to live in this new world uh, that that, uh, we've all been been dealing with. And uh, so it, it's time and we're, we're excited and ready to go. Yeah. And that, and that really matches the anecdotal conversations that I've personally had, you know, with members and superintendents around the country. There's, there's certainly a pent up demand to, to get back there. And there's um, it, it probably an equal part, some questions um, and, and concerns about um, what that, what that's going to look like. And we'll get a little bit into that. Um, they're in the news recently. Some of our, um, I guess, uh, Colleagues in the business in other parts of the world have made decisions related to their big events. Um, our friends at Biga in the UK, the British and International Golf Greenkeepers Association, recently announced a postponement of their show. Uh, our friends north of the border in Canada have done something similar, and um, so uh, that obviously prompted some questions from members to us about the status of our show. But again, as we record this on January sixth, I'll just kind of let you speak. What's the status of our event. Um, I, I'm I'm asking that knowing the the answer, but I'm sure our, our listeners don't. But we are full speed ahead, are we not? Absolutely, yeah. All systems go. I mean, we're on the launch pad, and as we just referenced, the team is here working diligently um, regarding each one of their responsibilities for the show, and uh, we're ready to press those buttons. Um, and uh, you know, the instructors are geared up. Uh, we've got over 83 seminars, and and all of those instructors are still uh, pumped and and ready to, uh, to 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 be there in person. So again, they're geared up. Our exhibitors are fired up. Um, they're ready to see people face to face. And so uh, yeah, it's it's all systems go. It's just a matter of now um, polishing up and and figuring out you know what are the the the, the requirements, if you will. 
um, to host host an event um, in San Diego, and and uh, we're going to continue, and we'll talk about that here in, in a minute. Some of those details, so that we can prepare um, the best that we can for uh, uh, what's going to happen and transpire in San Diego. Uh, for the for the most part, um, and I'll, I'll reference this several times. There's information on the uh, event website um, if you want the most the latest information on rules and regulations that will be in place for attendees, exhibitors, staff on hand for the event. Um, you can go over to gcsaaconference.com. There is a link on the menu at the top that says COVID nineteen uh, FAQs. Um, that'll be your best source for information. So again, um, by the time m- many of you are listening to this, there'll be a, a bit of a gap between when Rhett and I've recorded it. So please check that regularly if you have any questions about what we'll, what we'll talk about here. Um, some of the questions that came up, you know, obviously there are various things in, in place. We are going to honor all rules and regulations set in place by the city of San Diego and the state of California. So that, that's a, a pretty easy answer to some of these questions, but I'll, I'll maybe start and I'll let you address, um, we'll, we'll kind of run through these first. And first, one of the questions that you've, you've seen maybe on, on social media or that have actually been posed in, mem- in legitimate member questions to us is, are, are vaccines required to attend the conference and trade show in, in San Diego? The answer is no, um, they're not. Uh, currently, the local ordinances for events of, of our size, this would include all int- attendees, whether it's exhibitors, speakers, instructors, staff, et cetera, uh, they will be required to present either a proof of full vaccination or a negative PCR test. Um, and those PCR tests are good for 48 hours, whereas the antigen tests are good for 24 hours. So either one of those tests would work um, for those that are not vaccinated. And so I think that, uh, again, is an important fact to get out there. There's been a lot um, of conversation about that in the media um, in general about mandatory vaccinations, and and that is simply not the case. Um, You do not need to be vaccinated uh, to attend or to enter into the San Diego Convention Center. Uh, With that, um, if you're not vaccinated, Scott, I want to talk to us a little bit about that that process, right? Because I think... Um, there, there, there's probably some angst about how, how that would work and is it going to be complicated. We're doing everything that we can to make it as simplistic as we, as we possibly can. Right. Um, first and foremost, um, I, I, I would advise those that are unvaccinated to make sure that they take that test prior to getting on the plane. That would be their, their, their best option is to, to go ahead and take that test. They're going to be familiar with their sites. They're going to be able to get their results and then upload that in a system that we're going to be providing. And again, to your point of these FAQs and the website, we'll have that link where they can do that. But then if for some reason, um, you know, they're getting in town early, uh, they need to take another test before um, the show actually starts. There's certainly sites in San Diego near the convention center. Those are listed. But we've taken it even one step further. Um, We've purchased uh, some antigen tests, uh, a limited supply that we'll have available And so uh, we'll be able to actually administer those on site uh, to be able to get a a quick result uh, so that uh, if you there are on site and not vaccinated, you'll be able to take that test and uh, with a negative result, uh, upload that information uh, through a QR code and uh, grab a wristband and go and have some fun and and learn some things, uh, whether on the trade show floor or in a uh, in a seminar. 
Yeah, a lot of, lot of options for attendees, exhibitors, anyone, uh, instructors taking part who would who would need those trusts. Again, again, there is a uh, on the website there is a link that uh, list will take you to a, a listing of all the sites near the convention center in San Diego. If you need to, if you need to do that once you get to California, um, masks are obviously another big topic, and the state of California has been in the news uh, quite a bit uh, lately with uh, indoor mask mandate that when we first talked about doing this podcast was set to expire January 15th. And as of about 24 hours ago, uh, the announcement was made that is going to be extended. So masks uh, will be required uh, in the convention center or in any indoor space in California? That's correct. Yeah, the uh, California Department of Public Health uh, announced uh, yesterday that it's extending the requirement for universal mask wearing um, indoors statewide uh, through uh, February 15th, 2022. They'll certainly uh, continue to assess conditions and uh, on an ongoing basis, and we'll keep everybody posted, posted on that. Um, and I think it's important to note that, um, you know, again, even here in, in Douglas County, they just made that announcement yesterday sure. uh, regarding masks, and, and uh, other states are, are doing this as we're at the height of, uh, of the variant. And and, you know, just putting some precautions in place so that we can keep businesses going. And I think, um, you know, we're going to uh, be able to talk about here in a minute some of the uh, the outdoor venues and some spaces that we have. I think we're fortunate to not be in a place that's, you know, yeah. negative, negative <laughs> nine <laughs> degrees. Yeah. Um, it's going it, it, to, it's just the weather, weather's great in San Diego. So we can do some fun things, um, networking out outdoors without without the requirement of, of the masks. Yeah, that, and, that, and that's a great point there. Uh, the uh, uh, the big welcoming uh, reception on the uh, USS Midway uh, will be an outdoor space. Our closing celebration will be an outdoor uh, space along the marina there. Um, and San Diego does give us some great options there that might not be available if we were going to, say, Minneapolis or Salt Lake or somewhere like that in, in February. So, um Again, there are. Uh, I want to keep referencing the website gcsaconference.com. Uh, Look for the. Uh, it's uh, actually the full URL would be gcsaconference.com/safety-faqs. Again, at the top of the page, um, there is a link uh, so you can track those. That's where uh, the association will be posting the latest information. We'll also be sharing that through uh, the various forms of communication. GCSA this week. Uh, uh, the first cut uh, e-newsletter, gcmonline.com, uh, all of those, and uh, obviously gcsa.org will be sharing any changes that uh, that come about. But um, I want to transition now, Red, uh, um, to to some of the fun stuff uh, that were that are going to take place there. There's a lot new involved in that, and not just because we we had to take a take a year off from an in-person event. Um, and I think the most notable thing for folks, and I referenced my fine, I have to pay. Um, at the top of the podcast, but it's new name. Um, the golf industry show uh, served served us well for for many many years. It's enjoying a great retirement down in Boca right now. Got its uh, uh, feet kicked up and in, enjoying life because it was it was a great a great event. But we we made the decision. The association, uh, the board of directors, and uh, staff um, made the decision to, to to tweak the name and go with the GCSA conference and trade show. What was behind that that name change, and what was the the main uh, the main goal uh, for doing that at this time? Scott, really, is it was just getting back to our roots. Um, you know, we've come full circle. That was the original name of the show. And when you look at um, really the nucleus uh, and and the 
the, the primary focus of the show is the golf course and those that either build it, um, design it, or maintain it. And, um, you know, that, that's well represented um, with what this show is. And, and it's, it's there to serve our members, advance their profession, enhance the enjoyment, growth, and the vitality of the game of golf. And we still have some great partners that are a part of that, whether it's our, our architect friends uh, or our builder friends, certainly the USGA, NGF, and NGCOA are still a part of the show um, but uh, they, they all realize and recognize that at the end of the day, um, we're here to figure out how to maintain, how to uh, better the golf course and that product. And um, so it's, it's really just it's, it's going back to our, ro- uh, to our roots um, and a better representation of what the show is. Uh, another big change is the, is the actual schedule, I think. Um, you know, if, if folks just look at it on the surface, they might not notice such a change. But once you get into the actual day-by-day uh, schedule of events, um, you'll know there's there's a, definitely a compression and some changes in educational hours, trade show hours. Uh, what went into that decision um, to, to make that change? And um, what can members expect as they just kind of dive into getting their own personal uh, schedules uh, put together? Right. You know, when you go back to that, that original question about, um, you know, creating the show, it, it, this decision was based on some of that same feedback. Um, you know, when we look at our lives, they're busy. Um, our members are, are dealing with, you know, different challenges at their golf courses, uh, family situations, et cetera. So we wanted to do everything we could, Scott, to create a schedule that is um, uh, effective in these times. And, and so it was time to, to do some consolidation, um, uh, possibly allow uh, some members to consume the show on a shorter time frame. So uh, that's going to obviously minimize their travel expenses, hotel expenses, and their time away from uh, their their job or their families. And so that was the impetus um, behind the decision. And, and we think, um, yeah, it'll be fast and furious, um, but that's okay. Uh, we think that um, the, the way that we've strategically placed events, you'd really get a feel for everything that, that the uh, CTS uh, has to offer. In fact, you know, when you look at just even the education, it, it's been strategically placed to where 40% of the education you could consume would be on Tuesday, where 20% would be on Wednesday. So uh, obviously allowing some time for the trade show on that on that Wednesday or, or a big trade show day on Wednesday, and then 40% of the education surrounding out um, all of our education on on Thursday. So again, I think it's it, it's it the the portfolio, if you want to call it that, is 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 diversified um, throughout those three days. Yeah, and we'll and we will go make a little quick uh, day, kind of a day by day run through and, and hit some of the highlights, and we'll we'll talk about some of those uh, uh, schedule tweaks. Um, there's also. Uh, there's also going to be a virtual component for for the educational portion uh, of the event, and that'll present itself in various forms. If you head to the website to check out your various registration options, you can kind of see what those are. But um, we, we spoke of the virtual event that, that took place last year. Um, obviously, we learned some great lessons. There was great feedback from members about um, – 
just their appreciation for the ability to do some things virtually. And so it has been integrated into, into what we're doing uh, this year. Um, how, is it, how is that going to work for attendees, the virtual educational opportunities? Yeah, you know, again, that was a lesson that we learned, um, you know, as we went through the show in 2021 in, in February doing an all-virtual show that, you know, there's certain um, a- aspects that are, are terrific for, for these platforms. I mean, obviously, education, um, you can consume uh, virtually. And the fact that, um, you know, there's just individuals that can't, can't travel. They can't get away. Um, the crew opportunities to be able to spread that education throughout your entire crew um, to where you can have more, more volume. Uh, consuming that education was a benefit of the virtual platform. And so we thought, well, let's, let's take the best of both worlds, um, the physical uh, face-to-face interactions, obviously what we're talking about here, but then um, having a virtual component to where there'll be new content. It's not going to be the same content that you would consume at the show. Uh, up to 32 education sessions um, will be placed on a virtual platform. And the beauty of that, Scott, is that it will be on demand for 45 days. Um, we'll, we'll start that roughly about a week after after the show. And no travel costs, and again, the ability to help educate your entire team uh, through the through this uh, through the virtual platform that we'll have. Yeah, option. I think uh, options for uh, members uh, is probably the overarching theme to all the, all the things we're talking about here. Um, and just for a point of reference, the actual dates for the live virtual education are going to be February twenty fourth and twenty fifth, as Rhett mentioned. There um, will be on demand period after that. Um, and then I uh, I failed to note the actual dates of the event. February fifth through tenth is when we will be in sunny San Diego. That. That that time frame, and you'll see that at the top of the website. That covers uh, the first part, the the actually the start of the GCSA golf championships that precede the the, the full week and basically run through the Thursday of show week. So just uh, um, wanted to to get that in there. We'll get back to this episode in a moment, but right now, a word from the proud sponsor of the GCSAA podcast, and that's Bear, who's excited to see you at the upcoming 2022 GCSAA Conference and Trade Show, February 5th through the 10th in San Diego. Bear is inviting all attendees to join them at the Edge Clubhouse inside the Bear booth on the trade show floor, booth number 3822. This area is a unique 19th hole that will offer a relaxing experience where you can unwind and recharge all while learning more about Bear's innovative new turf management solutions that will keep your approach sharp and ensure turf excellence year-round. Refresh your edge with a relaxing game of pool or darts with friends and colleagues and grab a drink at the Talking Turf Happy Hour where you can chat with members of Bears Green Solutions team. Flyaway Geese will also be on hand with their highly trained wildlife dogs for photo opportunities and the chance to win one of the dogs for your own golf course. Plus, you can enter for a chance to win a luxury leather massage chair perfect for relaxing after a long day on the course. Additional prizes and exclusive giveaways will also be awarded daily. So stop by the Bear booth on the trade show floor, number 3822, for everything you need to strengthen your edge on the course and refresh it off the course. Remember to always read and follow label instructions when using Bear's products and that not all products are registered in all states. Our thanks once again to Bear for their continuing support of the GCSAA podcast. And now, back to this episode. 
the, the final thing that kind of continues our continues this theme of options for members has to do with registration packages. Uh, GCSA has kind of expanded the options available uh, from a registration uh, standpoint, added an all access thing. But maybe talk about that. We have we have there's an all access package that members can select. There's the full pack registration package that I think any uh, anyone who's even looked at potentially attending in the past or veterans of previous events would be familiar with. There's trade show opportunities. There's virtual only, but this is just another example of of GCSA trying to add more options when it comes to registration opportunities for members. Right. I, I think we just out, outdid the value meal uh, concept, yes, right? Because right? <laughs> now with the all access, you can get a dessert and, and that's uh, not er- that, that's everything that you could consume at the, at the physical show. But now with that all access pass, you can also get that virtual component that we we're talking about, which you can extend to your crew. So um, I, I think to your point, Scott, we now have it covered. If, if that, that's just not necessary to you, you can still go and, and, and purchase that full pack. I, I think one of the major changes with this that is new um, is the fact that with that all access, um, uh, you get all the education. Um, so you don't need to a la carte the seminars that you want to take. You know, if you're one of those uh, guys or gals that, um, you know, are f- finding yourself in a classroom, um, you know, learning all day long, eight hours, uh, you- you're going to be able to do that um, in the all access 83 seminars, 28 power hours, 15 tracks of specialized education, and you'd get it all um, in that all access uh, packet or to your point, you can all a cart and purchase your various seminars uh, as as add-ons or just do the trade show only. So lots of options. All right. Well, let's wrap up here with by just kind of taking a, a, a little run through the week as we're going to uh, as we're going to experience. And obviously, the the week uh, begins uh, with the GCSA Golf Championships. The actual dates for that will be the fifth through seventh, February fifth through seventh. Registration uh, opens on Friday. Uh, there will be the four ball competition welcome reception Saturday. Then uh, Sunday and Monday will be competition in the national championship, uh, golf classic, um, and uh, a lot of options for anyone who wants to get a little golf in um, when they're in uh, Southern California. Great time of year, especially if you're coming from a northern part of the country or even the Midwest here uh, uh, to get the sticks out uh, and play. But um, the 2021 event was obviously impacted by... um, by the can by the move to the virtual, uh, there was we did have an event in October uh, in Palm Springs and had a great time there. I know had a well over 100 members take part uh, in that event. Really, really enjoyed it. But I think everyone is probably itching to get back to what their a more normal tournament experience is is is, is going to be like. And and that's certainly uh, certainly what's going to be uh, on hand for them. Um, uh, in San Diego, absolutely no registration strong for that, and uh, all, all the events that uh, that we've typically have done uh, as part of the GCSA Golf Championships are in full bloom. So, as you mentioned, it's uh, whether it's the four ball, it's the it's the fun event, the the scramble, the golf classic, the national championship, all of the welcome receptions, and again, um, you know, the beauty of of uh, of golf, right, is the fact that we've been doing this for for two years during a pandemic. So yeah. I think, um, you know, we're well suited to have a, have a great time. 
Um, Torrey Pines, just a terrific backdrop um, for, for the tournament itself. And, um, again, the receptions and the ability to network, uh, Scott, are just unprecedented. So uh, certainly looking forward to that that event and seeing uh, – uh, you know, our members bang, banging that white ball around. Yeah, that'll, it, it'll be fun. Torrey Pines, uh, the South Course, will be one of the venues that, that's hosting play, coming off the heels uh, of the farmers on the PGA Tour, not too off, not too far uh, before we get there. So the course will be will be really dialed in there. The other venues as well will be, will be great. Also, uh, would be remiss in not mentioning our good friends at the Toro Company, who have been the long, long-time partners uh, in the event, if my math is right, and I got into journalism because I'm not very good at math, but 28 consecutive years. That's really an unprecedented run of, of corporate support for any, any uh, GCSA, GCSA event. We really couldn't do it without them. Oh, no, no doubt, Scott. And then- and, uh, you know, Toro's committed even future years um, with with the tournament. You know, they recognize what a great opportunity to uh, to be with their customers or potential customers and then to certainly support us in our efforts to uh, to do all we can to serve our, our members. So it's a it's a great and true partnership. And we certainly appreciate their 20, 28 years yeah. of, uh, of 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 sponsorship and support. Great, great run. Looking forward to that, uh, that continuing as well. Well, the. The actual golf uh, championship will conclude on Monday. Um, for those not taking um, part in that, um, there are a few educational tours that folks can uh, can look into uh, taking part in Monday. But really, the big the big uh, unveiling. Um, is uh, for the for the week long activities. It's going to be the welcome reception uh, on the deck of the USS Midway. For those who've been to San Diego before, you can't miss it. You know exactly where that is, and it's going to be a ton of fun, a great event um, there, including some uh, some special uh, special stuff uh, that uh, the folks can can take part in. But uh, what are you most looking forward to that of that event? It's going to be an awesome time, and again, it's an outdoor event. So hopefully, uh, give people a little better, a little more peace of mind about about attending an event uh, that large. Well, it's just a unique uh, unique venue, right? I mean, um, probably many are familiar with uh, the USS Midway, but for those of you that aren't, it's a, a Navy aircraft carrier that served America from the end of World War II up until the liberation of Kuwait. And they still have some great artifacts and and uh, great opportunity to tour the actual ship and to learn about some of our history um, as it relates to our armed forces and what they did aboard the USS Midway. But um, also the ability to to network. Um, you know, this event is uh, one that you need to register for. Uh, it's part of your package. So uh, if, if you haven't registered, you you want to probably uh, make that happen and check that box. We've got over a thousand people already that are wow. uh, going to be on board that the ship. Um, Syngenta again, just a, another key partner of ours um, who have supported the opening uh, reception for and celebration for many years. They're they're uh, they're on board, no pun intended, right. <laughs> and super excited about the event. And um, we're going to be having some pr- pretty fun um, events within the event. Uh, there there could possibly be a drop in again, no pun intended, uh, by some Navy SEALs. And uh, I'll I'll leave it at that. You need to be on board to to check out all of the festivities that will be going on. But that's uh, that that's one that I am looking forward to. Yes, um, uh, I'm looking forward to the social media reaction from the from the potential of the Navy SEALs flying. It'll be a great opportunity, be a great evening. And yes, you you uh, uh, certainly right to mention the support of Syngenta, who's uh, been a great partner in, in that event. And also also an event that's going to kick off our Tuesday, um, 
and that's the opening session. And um, people will want to be there for that. Um, there'll be a host of things that take place. Most notably will be the presentation of the Colonel John Morley Award. And this award is going to uh, Bob Farron, the Certified Golf Course Superintendent, uh, who oversees maintenance uh, operations at Pinehurst Resort. Um, Bob, a fantastic guy. Couldn't think of a better uh, first recipient of this award. And to take a little bit of a detour, um, this, this is a, a new award for the association and one that's dedicated to working golf course superintendents. Um, talk a little bit about what was behind the creation of this this award and, and and just adding this kind of special recognition for GCSA members. Right. You know, when you look at the, the, the old Tom uh, Morris Award, which um, really is given to somebody that has in, influenced the game, similar to, to, to old Tom and, and what he, he did with his, his career, you know, th- this award's gotten you said it is, is specifically um, regarding the work of our members, um, superintendents, and what they've done over their career in giving back to the game, their facilities, their crews, et cetera. And so um, to be able to highlight um, their efforts with, with, with their own award named after the founding father uh, of GCSA, Colonel John Morley, who gave uh, so much to, the, to, to form this association to be able to recognize um, folks like Bob Farron, who over the course of his 41 years has, has done just that. Um, when I think of Bob and, you know, when you look at his resume and, and certainly the, the, you know, the open championships and the major championships that he hosted are great. But when you really get down into the, the committees that he served on, what he has uh, done to impact, you know, interns and assistants yeah. and, and his volunteer work in the community I mean, this is this is what this award is is all about, and uh, I just summarize Bob Farron that um, he's a gentleman that gives back, and uh, that's what Colonel Morley did, and we're super excited to recognize him on uh, Tuesday morning at the opening session. Yeah, that'll that'll be that'll be excellent. He's a mentor with without equal. There's a lot of great mentors out there, and he is right up there, and cer- certainly excited to to honor him. Uh, Tuesday also, as you, as you mentioned a little bit earlier, will be a very prominent education day with uh, paid seminars and also those power hours. You can go through the entire schedule to kind of pick and choose what, what you're interested in uh, on the website. And and then that evening, we will we start things off with the opening session on Tuesday evening. Uh, we move into what uh, a little the first part of the new trade show hours, and we will have what's called the trade show tee-off, a two-hour period to get kind of a sneak peek at what the... Uh, trade show uh, will have to offer and that'll be kind of a kind of a fun way to get things started and people can kind of f- feel their way around and make some plans for the full day uh, on Wednesday but that should be a that should be a fun event as well right yeah it gives you a sneak peek uh, of of the exhibitors that we're going to have and you know just doing it at that time of, of day it, it lends itself well to to a social environment uh, many of the exhibitors are going to have food stations, and uh, I'm I'm sure there'll be some adult beverages uh, that will Certainly. be uh, that will be flowing um, during that that uh, networking uh, opportunity. But again, you get to mix it with seeing some of the latest products and innovations, and start eyeing um, those things that uh, you're going to want to consume uh, that following day. 
Yeah, I may just make some connections with with folks you might want to have a more in depth conversation with uh, on the following day. So that'll be a that'll be a fun uh, a fun event to finish our Tuesday. So uh, Wednesday uh, starts off bright and early, so you don't want to uh, you don't want to enjoy the uh, trade show tee off a little too much because you'll miss the Health and Action 5K. You might have a little uh, you might be hurting a little bit for that. I know this is an event that's uh, certainly to someone like yourself who who uh, uh, activity and fitness are, are such an important part of your life. This has been a, a, a big event for you, um, and it certainly highlights another partner, a great partnership uh, with Syngenta. So I'm, uh, I'm sure you will be there bright and early to, to run in the Health in Action 5K. Absolutely, Scott. Wouldn't miss it. And, and I think oftentimes when we hear a, a, a talk about a 5K, you know, we, we, we think, oh, well, I, I'm not a runner um, uh, or I'm not into exercise. But, you know, at the end of the day, this, this really is about health in action. It's just not about physical health. It's about mental health. And, uh, you know, we've got some great power walkers out there. We've got some great uh, folks that like to bring their kids and just spend some time um, walking around the setting. Can't, couldn't be better there at the Bay Front in, in San Diego and, and a great, great track and a great opportunity to, um, you know, bang it out with those that are, that are true runners that really want to go for it. But also a great opportunity just to clear your head and, and do what we're trying to do and what we need to do more of in this industry. And that's some, spend some time um, f- uh, for ourselves. Yeah, a- absolutely. I'm, I'm going to do it the first time. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm in the midst of a dry January and trying to get my old gym habits back in place that like a lot of us probably fell off during our uh, our time of restrictions and lockdowns because of uh, because of the pandemic. So uh, hey, I'm six days in. I got I, you know six days of victory for me. So hopefully hey, by that's the start. Well, yeah, by this time next awesome. by this time next month we'll uh, uh, now I'm, I might use one of those scooters they have around San Diego to to do the course, but. Um, I set a course record. There you so go. So who knows? There you go. Great. Well, well. Uh, the the rest of Thursday is uh, it's a full trade show day. Uh, so nine to five would be the hours for the trade show on Thursday. There are also, as you mentioned, educational components. Uh, most notably, a lot of power hours uh, taking place that day. And then, excuse me that that is on Wednesday. Um, Thursday, however, that's our that's our final day there. And. Um, a couple of things I, I want to mention there. We'll, uh, there will again be education opportunities. The other four, another forty percent of our education is on tap for Thursday. Trade show uh, a little different. We're basically a half day, so the trade show hours will run from nine a.m. to one p.m. And that's really a, that's really kind of a, a nice benchmark for some of those schedule changes and the compression of the schedule uh, that we were talking about. Uh, the GCSA annual meeting and election will, will take place that day. And, and I'll just I may give you a few seconds on that, just for the uninitiated. That's an, an important part of the business of GCSAA as a member association. Uh, is that event what takes place during the, uh, for those who aren't aware uh, during that annual meeting and election. Yeah, re- re- really, you, you said it, Scott, is this is a member association. So as a member, you're, you're, you're an owner, um, and, and, and we look at you as such. And so uh, you're electing um, your officers, you're electing your board um, that's going to represent you, and, and not just um, as it relates to association initiatives, et cetera, how, how you're going to be represented in the industry, how you're going to be represented in your community. So it's an important meeting uh, to elect those folks that that can represent you, and and uh, I, I encourage you to get involved. And if you haven't attended, um, make, make make it a goal to to go and support uh, the association and and your uh, your, your volunteer board members. 
yeah, that, that, that event takes place that morning. Uh, it's a good opportunity to kind of get involved with the, the business of GCSAA from a member standpoint. You can enjoy the trade show later and then uh, have a little time to unwind and finish things off with what will be another great event, and, and that is the closing celebration um, that evening. The main part of that will be the presentation of the Old Tom Morris Award, um, and that's going this year to uh, country music uh, superstar Vince Gill, who's had an amazing impact uh, on golf in the state, of, and in particular junior golf uh, in the state of Tennessee. So that's going to be an exciting event, uh, right? another outdoor event along the, the marina, and you've got to be excited to, to spend a little time with Vince and kind of uh, recognize him for all he has, uh, all he's done for the game of golf. Right. Um, you know, he's just a terrific individual, and, and I think um, our members will really uh, like the opportunity to get to know him. He is just so down to earth, and he's going to do a fireside chat with uh, Lauren Thompson uh, from the uh, former host of, of the Morning Drive. Will be there uh, as, as usual. Yep. And uh, and I think you'll you'll really um, hear from Vince his, his love for for the game, not just the, the playing of the game, but what this game represents. And he's given uh, so much back um, in 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 terms of his time and talent, and and certainly money. Um, to to raise funds for for young people uh, to enjoy the game, but not only that, you know the facilities that he he he's been able to help um, foster uh, there in Tennessee, which houses a research center and demonstrates uh, demonstration area for university turfgrass researchers. He's just so so well rounded um, in the sport, and uh, I think you, again you'll really enjoy hearing Vince and some of his stories. He's a not only a great musician. Um, uh, but he's a great comedian too. So yeah, uh, it'll yeah, be, we're, it'll I, be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, uh, for those of you, he, he's that's a great way to put it. Well rounded. He's he's certainly he's a he's a, a low handicap golfer, uh, really accomplished player. Um, loves the game. I know he's going to hit a few uh, hit a few uh, courses around the San Diego area during, during his time there to 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 be with us and. Um, uh, but if you read the uh, if you read the the cover story in the January issue of GCM, you'll you'll also know how how connected he is to the superintendent community in the state um, and the things he's done that. So that should be a that should be an outstanding event to really end our time in uh, in San Diego. Um, I, I appreciate you taking so much time, Red. I know this is a crazy time for you. It's a crazy time for really all of us. But um, as we as we get ready for this event, um, uh, anything we missed that we that we needed to to, to touch on um, as it relates to our our stay in Southern California? You know, Scott. I, I obviously you you've mentioned it. I think going back to the website, you know, we can couldn't cover all all, all that's going to go on at the show, but. Um, I, I love uh, the quote by just a, a terrific soccer player, Pele, who says, success is no accident. It is hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice, and most of all, love of what you are doing or learning to do. And, and when, I, when I think about that, I, it, the, what we're doing at the conference and the trade show um, provides that platform for our members to be successful. Um, and, and it really is no accident. It's going to be hard work to get down there. Um, yeah, there's going to be some complications, um, COVID and, and, and the different requirements that we talked about on the uh, outset of the call or the podcast. But you know what? This is important. Um, I think it's important um, for uh, you as an individual to, to go and, and to pers- persevere and, and to, to learn 
and to really take some things back that, that changed people's lives. Um, and, and I mean that in all seriousness. I, I think what we do in this game and what our members do is important for communities. It's important um, for their team members and, and those that they serve. And uh, that's what the show is about. Um, and, and so I encourage people to, uh, to think about um, what, what they can do to, uh, to, to foster that and to foster their profession in this industry. And, and uh, we look forward to uh, doing what we can to foster that in San Diego in February. Can't wait to see um, so many of our members and so many of our instructors, exhibitors, and partners. It's uh, a, uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a great event. We hope to see so many as many of you as possible uh, can make it again. It's the GCSA Conference and Trade Show, February 5th through the 10th in San Diego. For all the information and to register, most importantly, to register. Head to uh, gcsaconference.com. Uh, Rhett, thanks again for your time. We'll uh, this we won't make it another thirty six episodes before we uh, before we have you back on. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate all you're doing. And uh, again, looking forward to seeing everybody in sunny San Diego. Everyone, Rhett Evans, GCSAA CEO. Thanks for listening to this episode of the GCSAA podcast. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with GCSAA CEO Red Evans about the upcoming conference and trade show in San Diego, which is February 5th through the 10th. Again, for more information about the event, uh, the COVID rules and regulations that will be in place, and to sign up to join us in Southern California, go to the event's website at gcsaaconference.com. Again, that's gcsaaconference.com. We will be back very soon with another episode of the GCSA podcast. But until then, a tip of the cap to our editor and engineer, Evan Bissell, to everyone at Bear for their ongoing support of the podcast, to the nine members of the GCSA board of directors, to all my coworkers and colleagues at GCSAA headquarters in Lawrence, Kansas. And of course, my thanks to you for subscribing, downloading, and listening. Until we meet again, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will catch up again down the road on the next episode of the GCSAA podcast.